Okay, welcome to Chihuahua Vet 2.0, um, where Mala and I are going to talk about all things education, uh, usually issues and trends, things that are going on. And today we're really going to kind of focus on surviving in the classroom. And in episode one, mm. we kind of we introduced ourselves, kind of explained how we became the Chihuahua Bats or how we got our name. And so we're going to lay a little. <laughs> groundwork and um, that's Molly the dog just excuse her yes um, and and Frankie will chime in in a bit we apologize but they're here to help us but anyway we'll lay a little more uh, groundwork today but one of the things we think is a big issue with teachers is sort of the physical space that you're given um, to work in and you know for years it's not unusual to have traveling teachers where you move from class to class and sometimes building to building to class to class. And um, as I talk to people through the uh, across the United States, I'm amazed at the stories. I go, yeah, I had to teach down in the basement. Um, they put me on a stage. Uh, I know one time I was on a stage that was actually in a gym. And PE classes are all day long, so it wasn't like, you know, being in a lunchroom where I had a little bit of quiet. I know, Mala, you had well, a similar. Yeah, what happened to me, I, I graduated in January. So it was like they had just created a brand new uh, position because they had overcrowding. Oh, yes. And uh, no room, of course. Of course. And so uh, I got on a gym and the cafeteria was below and then, some, of course, when it rained, then it became uh, not a cafeteria, but a gym. Oh, there you go. So uh, it was sort of a poor little school, mm -hmm. but they had uh, an abundance of students that came in <laughs> from, and, the, from the local Air Force base. Oh, and, no, and no place for them. And no place for them. Right. So uh, we'll talk about modification on a gym. Right. Or wherever, cafeteria, wherever, wherever yeah. they put us, whatever closet right. they put us in. Exactly. And closets, that's one of the things when I talk to teachers they'll, and tell them my story, they're like, oh, my God. But I really think the, the piece de resistance, and I'm not a French speaker, was when I arrived at my school and met Mala, and they broke the news to me of mm -hmm. where I would be teaching. And again, this was a situation overcrowding, and they were doing some construction. And, it, you know, construction, it didn't quite go well. The timeline was not working. So they found themselves without some classrooms. So traveling wasn't even an option. So uh, I remember I'm, I'm going, now I've already accepted the job, mind you, and I'm going to in service my first day and and she sort of grabs me and says okay all right so we got to talk and I was like okay she goes I, I'm going to show you your room but I want you to keep an open mind and I was like okay so we're walking down the hall you know and she's bantering to all you know the the teachers there and I'm new I, I don't know anyone so I'm listening I'm being very polite and she takes me into this room and flips on the light and these lights are like coming on sequentially and buzzing. So it's like warehouse lights. And I, I'm standing in, it's like a warehouse, cinder blocks, cement floor. And I, I'm just like, what? I, I, I can't believe it. And I go, 
Oh, you're joking me, right? This is the new teacher prank. She goes, she's like, nope, nope. This is, but this is going to be a great room. Look at it. And she goes, but there's kind of good news and bad news. What do you want first? And I said, um, let, okay, so the good news. She goes, well, the good news is we're going to decorate this all up. We're going to move all this equipment out. Look at this space. And she's walking around, talking with her hands. And, you know, we can do this over here. We can do this. We can do little plays over here. And I said, and the bad news? Well, you're going to be sharing it with the theater arts teacher. <laughs> and I was like, no. She's like, well, yeah, but it's going to be it's going to be fine. We're going to decorate this. We're going to put up a puppy <laughs> And I was like, just in a daze walking around, you know, it's kind of, you know, dusty. And, and we're going to move all this equipment out. Don't worry about it. We're we going to put a language lab in there. Oh, yes. She had big plans, yeah. big plans. And so uh, as we're walking around, I noticed there's sort of this paneled room kind of on the right-hand side of this warehouse that ended up being my side of the warehouse. And I, I, being the optimist, went, oh, my gosh, this is like a closet. I can put cool stuff in here. And I said, so this is this is for me right here. And she's like, oh, no, no, that's going to be the nurse's office. That's the clinic. And I went, what? She goes, yeah, yeah, they're working on a new clinic. So she's just in here temporarily. But she really doesn't have a, a ceiling. So it's, it's going to be a little tricky. <laughs> so, so here I am going. Let me get this straight. I, I'm going to be in this warehouse with theater arts and a, a clinic that doesn't have a ceiling. So I was trying to process that. But in the meantime, she was like, yeah, but this is going to be great because come over here. And so we were talking about, okay, we could language lab here and we could set up a little, you know, a little area for the kids to do plays over here. And if I got a desk, she assured me I'd get desks. So we did. We got, I got a teacher's desk. She got a student's desk. And so we sort of set it up but you know there were no walls to separate theater and in Spanish so the theater teacher uh decided that we could use the flat she had these gray flats that are hinged and they they used to use them for scenery or props you could draw on them or whatever but anyway so she had like five or six of those so we put those up sort of made them a little v-shape that was my wall and poor Benny the janitor found like an old uh like a, a filing cabinet for me and like a metal closet. And that was going to be, uh, you know, for me to keep things in. Of course it didn't lock, but I could, I could keep things in that. So that, that was kind of the wall that separated, you know, theater and Spanish. And so I had my desk and students desk and the lovely cabinet. And that was really, that was it. But, but, but the, the theater arts teacher was a nice lady. Uh, um, sort of. Sort of, yeah. <laughs> she, she grew on us. Uh, something about, um, you know, we were just invading her space. And, you know, theater, they're going to be up doing plays and loud. And, I mean, the articulation drills just nearly, you know, drove me crazy because they would start out every class doing these like little Dr. Seuss rhymes, you know, oh. over and over again. And my students are like, miss, what are they doing? I can't hear, blah, blah, blah. So um, I, we started school that way. The word on the street was that it, admin was going to get the old industrial arts equipment, like the old drafting and, you know, welding and all that stuff was in there. That was going to be moved out. 
at some point, and then they were going to order me a whiteboard, order me an overhead projector, and, you know, they were just going to get me all set up. And, of course, in education, you know, you know, the first four to six weeks, you you know, school's just getting set up, and curriculum's getting set up, and if they make adjustments or they level classes, you know, really, you don't have a lot of expectations for that first few weeks. So it didn't dawn on me that this was going to go past <laughs> the first few weeks. And then, go ahead. Yeah. Well, the thing about it was, honestly, none of us knew that it was going to be this situation. We knew it would be True. bad. I, yeah. I thought you'd be a traveler. Yeah, yeah, you know, I did I really, too. I really did. But then when all this happened, I thought, wow. Wow, exactly. Yeah, what, what kind of right plan is this? Yeah, and... And we would ask when we had time, you know, teachers, we just didn't have time to go hunt down the principal and go, no, tell me what we're doing here. Um, but the few times I would ask, I really wouldn't get an answer. He had a very dry personality and he wouldn't be like, well, I, I don't know. I think we ordered it, you know, things like that. Uh-huh. Um, so I, I did the best I could. Uh, noise was an issue. I forever was hearing, Senora, we can't hear you. We can't hear you, Senora. What are they doing, Senora, this and that? And and then, of course, you know, the poor nurses uh, clinic is always a space for kids who, you know, we had some special needs children who um, would have accidents and weren't able to clean themselves. And so obviously the nurse or sometimes the special ed aides would help these children. But, you know, here's my class sitting there. And when this poor child is really ill and this poor aide is... <laughs> trying to clean him up and change him. I'm, I'm sitting there trying. I think we're on conjugations. I'm trying to teach the conjugations of AR verbs. And we start smelling something. And so my students are slowly like holding their noses. And they are uh, kind of nodding their heads towards the clinic like, like I couldn't smell it in uh-huh. an effort to get like Senora. And I'm holding my finger up because we don't want to embarrass this child. He doesn't even know we're on the other side of that little paneled wall. And so I'm just trying to say, okay, guys, we've got this. Let's go. And they're all, you know, holding their noses. And then this one poor child named Tiffany started gagging. I was like, okay, that's it. Let's go. (laughs) Yeah. So we were heading outside to the courtyard. And as I passed the theater teacher, I think at this point she had sixth graders. They were all huddled in the corner going, this, it stinks. We can't take this. Bless her heart. So out we went into the courtyard. So, you know, it, I never knew if it was going to be, you know, a clinic or a child getting ill, you know, people get ill during the year. We had that issue or if it was going to be just theater doing their plays and things, which they should be doing. Or we also had the luxury of sometimes when the kids got up, they would accidentally hit those flaps and they would fall over on us. Yes. So that was always an issue. So, you know, I never knew from one day to the next uh, what we were going to get. But it was obvious that whole group instruction was just not working. Uh, I was losing my mind. I was going crazy. Uh, it was exhausting. And so at one point, you know, I just, I think I just went in and I just looked like death. And, and fortunately we've mentioned the breakfast club, our group mm-hmm. of colleagues that, that were really there for me and, and for us as well. That's right. And they were like, you know what, you just need to start over and just throw the book away. And so 
Back in 1993, you know, uh, small group student-led instruction was not the norm no, at all. No, it was, not at all. No, and so it's very much, you know, textbook kind of, you know, worksheet, you know, cassette type program for, for most districts. And so we just put our heads together and collaborated. And that was the cool thing about the Breakfast Club is that we had so many different uh, genres and so many different personalities. And it, there wasn't a problem that we couldn't solve. That's true. And the and, and the, the beauty was the breakfast, but we solved it, you know, mm -hmm. I mean, we would go to admin, but oftentimes they were limited in what they could do, but we, we knew as a group, we could come together and kind of solve things. So, so they did. And so I, I think it was, uh, you know, Mala that said, all right, we're just, we're just going to start over and we're just going to work in small groups. Um, and, uh, we had kind of talked about, I know you had brought mm -hmm. that up cause you worked in elementary and you liked the groups and I the did, tables. You know, yes. and my philosophy, and it still is, the best teachers are the elementary teachers Absolutely. because they have to change every 15 minutes and they yes. they are in small groups. And uh, remember the red bird, blue bird reading oh, group? Oh, absolutely. You know? I was a red bird. And one, one comment I wanted to make, I'm just listening and mm -hmm. reminiscing of, of how you felt during that time when you saw all everything how ugly truly the room was yes. and how there was no blackboard, whiteboard, whatever. Nothing. And that's before the computers really were anything. No, I didn't have that. So kids couldn't just work in a computer or, no. you know, on a screen. Mm -hmm. And what I noticed, and one thing that came to mind when you were talking about the right. young man that was being changed yes. in the nurse's office, the compassion that the, your students had right. for that young man. And right. so many times, high school kids don't get that opportunity, seriously, no. to relate to that community. Exactly. And they related. Now, one thing about the drama department that uh, uh, Swan hasn't mentioned is it was very, very small. They were just building it. That's so true. she was really on the carpet to make it work. And yes. uh, through the kindness of of my dear friend here, she helped it. Uh, she helped she helped this program begin by including drama into Spanish. And again, right. we're doing that cross curricular. Yes, we do. Okay, so you see the room, you see that obstacle, you see all the players in. The nurse didn't want to be there. No, the drama teacher d d needed help. Didn't want to be there. And uh, and I will tell you, at first, Bell, and I'm going to say Susan, was the most popular teacher in that whole little area. So the drama teacher really leaned quite a bit on the Spanish department, she period. Did. And we shared, it was a smaller school, we shared students. So yes, we did. That made it nice that, you know, what I, what I did, her kids could do, and they knew they'd been on my side of the flat, so they kind of would be um, conscious of that. So that, that helped. Uh, and our dream did. to really right. integrate and have plays, even in Spanish, Absolutely. happened. Yeah. It did. And it, it did. couldn't have happened except right. for that ridiculous room. Room situation. Yeah. And so, you know, initially when we started out, you know, I was a bit doom and gloom just because it too never, much. it was too much. I never in my wildest dreams did I think I would be in that kind of physical space. Traveling. Yeah. You know, teaching on stage. Those were, very common areas, but that was just you know, new. And uh, so 
the good news is that because of the challenges of that space, I completely had to change the way I had, that I taught, the way I even envisioned teaching Spanish to my kids. So that was the beauty that came out of it. It wasn't easy, um, but it was, you know, out of survival because whole group, it was just out the window. But um, I think I was kind of down and realizing that this was not going to go away by mm -hmm. first semester and yeah. that, you know, after Christmas break, a little hopeful. And then again, there we go. And, and really, as the district, you know, things happened on the district level as well. It wasn't they were trying to punish me or they just didn't no. get around to it. It's just things kept happening. It was kind of like the perfect storm. So I know that um, when we came back from Christmas break and, and the situation hadn't changed and even the equipment was still in there because apparently you just can't give that stuff away. Um, is when you said, all right, we're going to do this. We're going to do the small group. And so we had to come up with like, okay, what's our first thing going to be? You know, right. you can say, yeah. And also where we could team teach. Absolutely. And it I, was a big area. It we was. Team teach. Well, we did like the space. And I think someone said, it might have been uh, Jeb said, well, what's the next unit coming up? And I said, oh, I think we're going to be covering foods. And Molly goes, oh, that's easy. We'll just make salsa. And we'll just have the kids be in groups and they'll make their own salsa and there'll be like a little cooking show and they'll have to present it. So, I mean, right there out of that group came this cool um, cooking unit. And so off we go. Uh, and God bless the breakfast club because, you know, I, I, between the two of us, we had two blenders. So they right. donated blenders. They brought them in mainly because they were excited to get to eat the salsa, well, but, yes. that, but that's okay. Yeah, that's okay. Yep. So we, we came up with a recipe and we came up with, we taught, you know, different words about, you know, chopping and cutting and the different ingredients. And we just built from the salsa unit. And so here we go, we're setting up. And so the first group's going to go and demonstrate their salsa. And so the, you know, the blender goes and it's grinding, 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 grinding. And then it stops. And I'm like, okay, muy bien, bueno, grupo dos. It overcomes uh, Alice, and she's hands on her hips. That's the theater teacher, and she's like, what are you doing? And I said, we're making salsa. Would you like some? And she's like, like some? I'm trying to record my students doing their monologues. And I went, oh, well, do uh, you think you could go out in the courtyard? She's like, no, it's noisy out there. And I said, well, this is my unit today. And I said, the kids brought all their stuff. We, you know, I can't postpone it till tomorrow. So we, we came up with this, we'll count to three, like uno, dos, tres. And when I say uno, dos, tres, we blend. And then when that's done, she goes, I go one, two, three. And that's her cue for her kids to do her monologue. So we blended and we paused and we blended and we paused. Yeah, yeah. So the good news was the kids loved it. And I wasn't up trying to instruct. I was going from group to group, right? And uh, and they could crowd around. It was really great. And uh, and by the time you've heard five or six groups demonstrate making salsa in Spanish, right. you know that you can yes. you can actually talk that recipe. So that was just sort of the I guess the the aha moment for us that okay, this is going to work. And um so, but we did learn that we had to coordinate better with yes. with theater, and you know, theater's hours are just horrendous. They're, especially when you get into the spring and one act play. And so, we uh, made uh, we really encouraged Alice if she because she didn't get to Breakfast Club a lot because of her hours. That if she could come 
or just come after school and hold five or six minutes before she went to rehearsals, we could kind of look at what we had coming up and coordinate better, Mm -hmm. which led to Molo and I deciding to like team teach. Yes, we did. Right. So if it was going to be a theater production day, uh, I would go hang out in her room or we would, you know, take over the cafeteria. And if it wasn't, um, she would come down into my room because we could spread out. And so um, so it wasn't just team teaching as far as the kids were actually mm-hmm. teaching, because at right. that time, I think I had Spanish two and three. You did. And I was in, I had mostly one. And, and it just worked out perfect because they, yeah. you know, they were big shots. and They, yeah. they could be the teachers. But uh, yeah. but we had it worked out. We did. You know, we said this we is the vocabulary mm-hmm. that this these are the activities we'd like to see. Right. And, uh, and actually, I even included my students in, uh, how are you going to teach it? Absolutely. Yeah. Tell me your, yeah, let's and, write it down. Let's and, and how are you going to grade it? We made them come up with right. rubrics, and then we would listen to them. And then, of course, you know, we have the degrees. We would go in and treat, mm-hmm. you know, tweak or make suggestions on changes and things like that. And, and, and from that seed, this yes. is something that happened that was beautiful. Mm-hmm. This was a very small school, remember? Yes. She had all ones. I did. I had a bunch of twos. I had one three. You did. And barely. It was not a very big class. Mm-mm. But from that experience of, of the whole department coming together like that. Right. Oh, man, I think I want to be the teacher. Exactly. Oh, I think, oh, wow, I like that. I think I want to be the head of the little art museum exactly. that the senoras made for us. Yeah. You know, I can teach salsa. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, of course, we did some other things like traveling to Europe. But oh, we'll yeah. talk about That's that later. That's another episode. <laughs> but the seed was, right. the apartment grew. It did. And I want to say one of the things I really learned from the kids is we combined all those levels and it worked beautifully. Yes, it did. Because the twos and threes could lead the ones. Yeah. And um, they really liked that. And they looked up, you know, to the older students and whatever we asked them to do, because we were big on situations and how would you apply the language in this situation? And because we had all levels combined, mm-hmm. you know, at least two or three days a week, we would do this. Um, we would design those rubrics where we would expect, you know, more language, more production out of the upper levels. So, but that worked, that worked uh, beautifully. And uh, it was really, I was real surprised at how well it did work. And, you know, you could get reading and writing. Oh, absolutely. Any day of the year. Absolutely. But can you get speaking one-on-one? Speak, yes. Yeah. With, with, yep. With, I'm going to call them aides. Absolutely. You know. With with one on one with with ex I, I called them expert speakers. There you go. You know, and, okay, because they sure as heck knew the right. colors. They knew classroom objects. Right. Think of Spanish one. What you have present tense. You know yeah. that was a piece of cake for yeah. all those exactly. twos and threes. Absolutely. So the ones thought, wow, yeah. you know, next year I can do right. this exactly. And so when we got into those, like the the preterite versus the imperfect, it wasn't so hard or scary for them because they'd already been exposed to it. Right. As we did the different levels together. So anyway, you know, out of a, a very chaotic uh, physical challenge mm-hmm. in a public classroom. And again, I want to say it happens all over the U.S. I mean, my story was not unique. I was hoping it was. But um, as I talked to teachers, uh, 
they were always like, oh my gosh, and I'll insert here if you don't know, I um, retired in 2018, and then I, I wrote a book called Memoir of a Chihuahua Bat, and so in this particular chapter where I'm describing what I've just talked with you guys about today, uh, it really spoke to a lot of teachers, and I thought, wow, how neat, but then I thought, God, how sad, because, you know, this does go on more than I think that the general public realizes that what we're asked to do, but anyway, but even when you're thrown in just to a horrible, chaotic, or very challenging situation, um, it, it just makes you, you have a choice. You can uh, sit there and whine and complain, or you can step up and solve the problem. That's and right. so we chose to step up, and, and really it was the best thing that happened to me. It was like the worst thing, but it ended up being the best thing that happened to me, and then to us as a department, because... Yeah, we became very, very close. In we fact, did. Our, first, our first book together was right. Beyond the Text. That, it was. That became our, our yeah. I guess, our... Our logo, our it, motto. It did really. because I had to throw away the textbook and yeah. uh, and just start completely over, and um, and it worked. And it did work, and that that was the good news. If you'd have told me ahead of time, I don't think I would have no, believed it. But no. but we lived it. So anyway, um, that's so, about it. For, so do we want to say dare to be a chihuahua? Bat? I want to say yeah, dare to be a chihuahua bat. That's about it for episode two. We'll be back on episode three. Can't wait to visit with you guys. And so we're going to say adios and have a chihuahua bat, bat day. day. All right.